How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks, the podcast where I help the over 40 crowd fight the aging process without giving up their social life. In this episode, I've been wanting to recap a lot of other podcast influencers that I like, Dr. Eric Berg and Dr. Gundry, who both have great podcasts who really dive deep into the science of all things. But it is kind of a very scientific feel to it. Versus my show is I'll regurgitate all that, put it in my program with a personal trainer mindset over it, and make it more palatable for the rest of everyone. (laughs) So if you're interested in my recap, stay tuned. So like I said, I've been really looking up to uh, a bunch of different podcasters, but for like a lot of my science-based stuff for dieting and and some of my hacks uh, regarding fasting, I get a lot of my stuff from people like Dr. Eric Berg and Dr. Gundry. And you can check out their podcast as well. It's just very long. They got lots of ads. And I just like recapping everything I learned and then kind of mix and matching what I heard from both of them. Both of these individuals are real into holistic health, have time tested everything. They do their own research or gather research. And I highly respect them. They have very slight differences on their viewpoints. However... I don't think either one of them really cares about aesthetics as much as I do. I know aesthetics is not the only thing, and it's not. Overall health and feeling good and living pain-free is great. But I like taking it to the next level. As long as you have all those things, why can't you get some aesthetics over it as well? That's what I spent the last 14 years of my career is building strength and lean muscle, which is functionally great, but it also looks good. And I don't think either one of them really actively you know, promotes that like I do. So I wanted to talk about a concept that I kind of heard on Dr. Gundry's show, even though I think Dr. Eric Berg touches on it every now and then. But Dr. Gundry is real into metabolic flexibility. And what that means is being able to switch from what kind of energy sources are you using in your body. And I mean, the main ones are carbohydrates or glucose, or actually when it gets stored in your muscles, it's called glycogen. And versus the like the keto method or low carb method where Your body burns more on fat, and yes, it can burn somewhat on ketones. Your brain can use ketones, but for the most part, it's fat in the bloodstream that is what you're you're using. And so for myself, I've been doing the keto diet or a dirty version of the keto diet for probably like three and a half years now. And which is really cool is, I mean, the, the main reason I got into it was just to test it out, but like having some depression problems and energy level problems, the having high ketones was unreal. That's why I mostly did it for it. But the, the second part of it was, oh my God, it's actually easier to keep weight off being over 40 by this kind of low carb keto diet. And I'm not as, as strict as other keto people, but I also don't eat, I say dirty keto, my version of dirty keto is not really dirty. Dirty keto is eating bacon and the fattiest meats you can get your hands on and drinking uh, or eating fat bombs, which is just a lot of a lot of unnecessary like trans fats. Mine is all healthy oils and, and nuts, select nuts and and doing it more the clean way. But I call it dirty because on weekends, I cheat a little bit. In regards to metabolic flexibility, it did take me a while when I started the keto diet. I went through the keto flu just because your body's kind of fighting the process. It doesn't know how to switch the gears to to burn fats instead of carbohydrates. Once I got through that process and I've been refining that process just over the years, I've been doing it so well and then kind of relaxing on it, which it doesn't really matter because even if I relax on it, 
And then I get back on the program or lately for the last year, I've been doing like the longer fast. Oh, I'll hit ketosis super fast. Versus when I first started the diet, I would, it would take like a whole week to get into ketosis and it would only take one, one bad day to set me off for another like three, four days. And that's what's called that metabolic flexibility. So now that I practice and practice and practiced, done my fasting, my metabolic flexibility for burning fat is so great. And that's awesome. But what Dr. Guntry says is you want to be, that's, that's being able to start from, from barely burning anything well to burning fat well. Well, how are you at burning glucose? Well, I'm not that great at burning glucose because I haven't done it in a long time. And he says, the more you are flexible, the more efficient your body becomes. So thus, I should be trying, you know, every day have some scheduled cheat days, but obviously cleaner carbs, not just alcohol or or buffalo wings or or french fries so actually make a day of eating clean carbs so i decided to take that theory and use it for the the one big day that i do at, at my gym i'm going to it's still only a 20 minute workout but it's all these fancy machines i've been talking about it a while on this podcast called the smart fit method and i i loaded up on carbs last night just more more than i usually would and then had an early breakfast which normally i would fast till about you know 2 p.m so I had a banana, I had some oatmeal, just enough to really see a positive, maybe building up that glycogen again. And I'll just crush the you know personal records on these machines because it'll show me on their screens how well I did previous to the last time. And I was just absolutely wiped out. So what I think happened is my body got shocked from the carbs, didn't know what energy source to use, probably stored none of it as glycogen just because I haven't done this in so long. And uh, kind of going back to... Dr. Gundry's podcast and listening, and that's called the metabolic flexibility and the conditioning for it. So it's okay I had this bad experience, but this is telling me that my body is not flexible. It can only burn fat or burn nothing at all. If I, if I don't keep up my high fats and keto diet, it'll just be inefficient and burn probably muscle. So I introduced carbs to my body, didn't, didn't know what to do with them. And I actually scored worse than what I would normally do on a fasted state. So now this is telling me that I'm not very metabolic flexible to go on both sides. And to be honest, who knows what the right diet is to be on and everything. I always like preaching what, what feels good to you and moderation. And I, I do kind of, like I said, cheat on the weekends, but I don't have like a cheat day of a clean cheat day of carbs. So I'm thinking of from now for I'll give it a good two months. Well, Thursday is my big heavy lift day at this place. I'll carb up Wednesday night and Thursday morning with clean carbs. And it may take me a few weeks to build up this, build up my glycogen, build up my, my carbohydrate metabolic flexibility so I can start storing glycogen again. And let's see if I can't beat these tests. So it's everything I'm learning. thought I'd just do a cool little episode on this. I really do think it, moderation is good. So having one day doing this, then most of the days I'm doing kind of my clean enough. Let's, call it, let's not call it dirty keto. Let's call it clean enough keto. And then on weekends, it's not a crazy free for all, but it's I don't I don't really have any rules. Do the best you can and cheat what you want because you're going to go back on the routine Monday through Friday. That's kind of where I'm at right now. So I thought that was really cool. And I've heard another podcaster, Zico, and uh, he's actually going to be appearing on my show very soon. And he's been doing this for a long time and really practices what Dr. Gundry says. So I'm real excited uh, to try this out. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. I'll catch you on the next one. If you'd like a little bit of help of checking out your diet and your current routine, 
I'd be happy to help. I always do a free 15-minute Zoom consultation for anyone, no strings attached, just to see if I can help you point you in the right direction. So if you're interested, check out the show notes. The link is at the top. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, everyone. And I just wanted to say that if if anything from this episode resonated with you and you, it makes you think of somebody, please share and help someone out. You know, I do a lot of variety of topics and not everything I say works for everyone, but there is going to be that one episode that makes you think of somebody that could help. So I really appreciate it. And just off of looking back the last three years of all the episodes I've done, I think three really stand out that I think could help a lot of people. And that's uh, episode 71 with Dr. Amy, where we go into diaphragmatic breathing and how that can really help with your pain levels and did for me. Episode 195, I had Tim Kelly on and we really dove deep into microminerals and how important that is and how horrible the American diet is. And the third being uh, episode 292, a more recent one, where I talk about the three tips I would do to help out your lower back. And one of those is just a simple YouTube video that my chiropractor gave me that just took me to the next step of lowering my pain, giving me more range of motion. And I just want to put that out there to Check those out if you're having any of these issues. And like I said, thanks for listening.